Hey, howdy, hey. Welcome to Everything FFA. My name is Steely Stigall. And I'm Zane Shiflett. And we're from the Poolville FFA chapter. The Oil Belt District. The Hardcore Ready for More Area 4 Association. And the Texas FFA. So we're just kind of two kids that love ag. We're here today. Uh, we, fil- or we filmed. We did our last podcast last week, and it was actually really exciting because a lot of people um, commented and just gave us a lot of good feedback. So we're just going to kind of, this episode is kind of going to be about what we do in FFA, what kind of things we have, and what we provide in the FFA. But let's start out about talking a little bit about our week. So Zane, how has your week been? So my week in FFA has been very wild and a little disappointing, I'm not going to lie. Me and two of my friends, one is actually on our officer team, we have We've been doing this thing since the beginning of school. Every Thursday, we get up here at like 6.30 in the morning. We'll cook breakfast for our FA kids, our volleyball girls, just show support and say, hey, we're here. We like we care about everyone. And we have recently been shut down for it because it does not meet our nutrition facts for the year. <laughs> I'm, I am currently um, setting up a meeting with our nutritionalist to try to get us to be able to do this again because, A, it put a big smile on my face seeing everybody out there. It put a big smile on the volleyball girls' face whenever we had breakfast ready for them. And it's also a big fundraiser for ag because it's called the Farm Fresh Fundraiser. So our eggs that we use, our homegrown, our pork that we use for our breakfast burritos all come from the slaughterhouse right down the road that I send animals to. And everything that we have done so far has been awesome. And it just got shut down recently. And so I'm trying to get that fixed. But Steels, how has your week been? Um, mine has been pretty good. Um, breakfast definitely put a smile on my face. A little bummed about that, but we're going to try to find some loopholes. <laughs> but uh, mine has been pretty good. We actually picked up all my show heifers. So now I have three heifers at the house. So we're getting ready. Our first show is at the end of September. But so we're just kind of preparing for that. Yep, I go to Lubbock. Zane just made this really weird face. See, I'm, I'm, used, to, I'm used to working with hogs for like, three, four months and you saying, I just got them and it's in September. That's like right now. So yeah, it's kind of crazy because I've had these heifers and whenever they become a cow, we send them to a dairy Mm -hmm. and they're already halter broke. So it's not like I have to work with them every day. So they go to um, a dairy out in Winthorst while we're out there. Well, not heifer. Well, my heifers are with the guy that we show with and he was just taking care of them, AIing some of them. But my cows are all at a dairy in Winthorpe, just to clarify. I know the difference between a cow and a heifer. Yes. Okay, so today when we were, well, not today, but last week when we were listening to our podcast. Which we did a million times over and over and over trying trying to figure out what we can change, how we can sound better, how we can make this a better experience for the viewers and listeners. Yep, and we got some feedback about it. So we kind of wanted to go into... Not everybody who has listened to this knows what we like, what all of these acronyms stand for, what they all mean. So today we're just going to kind of go into that and explain a little bit about what they mean. So FFA. It's a big part of us. FFA, the word, or just the letters, FFA. What does it stand for? It does stand for Future Farmers of America. But um, in 1988, they actually passed something that we do all of our business under the National FFA Organization because right now we're promoting everything. Not every kid that is in the FFA is going to go be a farmer. The average age of a farmer right now is 58 years old. And um, not saying that 
us as kids are not going to go be farmers, but there's just so many different things that are in the agricultural industry now. We have tractor technicians. We have um, aquatic, sciences. aquatic sciences. We have all these different things. We have new advances in technology that are part of our organization. And we're just understanding that it is diversity, but we don't want to forget our roots, where we came from, that it was future farmers of America. But and that is still a part of us and that is still part of the heritage. But now we're including and acknowledging that we are more diverse and that we are a growing industry. And one of my favorite things to see on younger kids' faces whenever they first walk into FFA is, so recently I have been guest teaching a class with one of our ag teachers with our eighth graders because it's a new class that they've been doing. And one day I was sitting in there and I was talking with them and they were like, and I asked them, I said, what all do you think FFA is? And so they gave me, I made them write this list down and they told me, and I told them, I was like, you know, FFA isn't just cows and pigs and tractors. It goes on and on and on. And whenever I told them all the different things that is classified under FFA, the look on their face is so funny to me because it's always such a big shock to them. And I've, I've told so many different kids this. I've told elementary kids this. And they always flip out the same way. And it's, it's, it's lovely. Yeah. It's like, we are not, we are not just farmers now. Like, I think that is the biggest like misconception is that we are not just farmers anymore, that we are broadening our horizons, that there are so many, as the world advances in technology, the ag industry is keeping up. And so we are not just future farmers of America. We are encouraging that diversity. So another thing that we kind of talked about last week, but we didn't explain very well, was our LDEs. LDE and stands for Leadership Development Events. Um, we should have hit on that last time we didn't. We kind of just skipped over it. Yeah, so there are a lot of different kinds of LDEs, and each school's kind of pick which ones they do. Since we're a smaller school, we don't do a lot of LDEs, but we have teams so we, we do do a lot of LDEs, but there's not like a lot of teams that we have in there. Because most of our kids are on more than one team and it struggles yeah. for us. But that is actually a big key factor in our organization this year is we are pushing and pushing and pushing, making sure everyone is active in their LDEs and CDs this year. Yeah. So me and Zane are just going to kind of go over what our LDEs are. And we got these straight off of the Texas FFA website. So if anybody wants to know more about this competition or if they need to know the rules, the regulations, all that stuff, it is actually under one of the um, little drop down menus on the Texas FFA website. So me and Zane actually learned a lot this week about different leadership development events. And I think a lot of them are pretty cool. So our first one we're gonna go over is agricultural advocacy. And it's a team of three to seven members that inform the general public about the importance of agriculture in the human life. So something that I think is kind of a little side note here, but every single person in this world uses agriculture daily. And this is going to, this is going to get our blood boiling a little bit, but people who are a part of PETA, they use agriculture daily and that, they don't realize it, that even though they don't eat meat or they decide not to do something, they decide not to wear this clothes, they are still eating fruits and vegetables. And that is still part of the agricultural industry. So it's kind of crazy just that 
like people can't understand that that is under the agricultural realm. You're still supporting agriculture. And that, that gets a, another big key fact as people always think FFA is farmers and ranchers. They don't realize that we're more than just that. We do all kinds of separate things. It's not just we raise animals, we kill them, they go to you. We over and over and over. There's a lot more to what we do. Yeah, there's a lot more. And I think that's one of the big points that we need to stress is that we aren't just animals, is that we are so much more and that we are so much more than people actually realize. So, Zane, you want to do the next one? Yes. The next one is Agricultural Issues Forum. It's a team to... It's a team of three to seven members who research and analyze an agriculture issue and create a portfolio that stresses both the pros and cons. At the end, they will answer questions from the judges. So that one to me is a very big thing because they do their own research. They come up with the pros and cons. They see what they do and if it's good or bad, even if they've never realized that it's bad. And it's just it's a big way for us to reconnect with what we do and be able to expand our horizon a little bit. Yeah, it's like. These kids that do agricultural issues forum, they have to be very open-minded. Like open-minded, because for me, this is very difficult to see both sides. Because once I choose a side, I want to choose my side and not be wrong. Like that is what I am stressing on. That's the point that I want to, you know, I don't want to go against my opinion. But they have to keep an optimistic mind, especially when we talk about those blood boiling conversations about organizations that are against FFA and all those kinds of things. So the next thing is agricultural skills demonstration. I'm actually going to let Zane explain this one because I have never done skills. I have. It is actually a very fun thing to do. It's a it's a group of three to five members create a presentation of a skill that is anything that is related to ag. What I've personally done in the past is uh, copper tubing and like soldering copper. That's all we did. We made sure that it held air. And this presentation is a fully scripted thing. We learn how to do it. We figure everything out. We go over it, and then we present it to judges. Um, our neighbors down the road at Peaster, they have done chainsaw. And it's chainsaw. Is it chainsaw safety? Is that right? I believe so, yeah. And one big guy in there that I always talk to, and his name was Preston Casey. I grew up with him. He would always talk to me about, oh, yeah, we're doing this. This is what we're doing right now. And skills is just such a different thing because it's, this is an everyday thing, and I'm going to present it to you, and you may not have even known this. Yeah. yeah. You can demonstrate what you're learning in the classroom, too. That's what I like. It's kind of like a demonstration of what we've learned, or not we, but what they have learned in the shop, and just kind of a good way to show people. The next is chapter and green hand quiz. I'm going to let you take this one. Yes. So chapter and green hand quiz is over your knowledge of the FFA. And then there's also little booklets on Texas FFA where you have to um, just learn a lot. And I think that it's actually really good but for everything, like for the competition, but also for life in general. Yes, it is. Because like the farm facts are just things that are going on in our world, just kind of keeping us up to date about different things in the agricultural realm that maybe we just don't think about every day. Um, the next thing is senior and green hand creed speaking. So the creed is a big deal to me. Uh, I absolutely love the FFA creed because I, that is how I got my jacket. My very first jacket, I earned it by learning the FFA creed. Um, if you haven't ever stopped and read the FFA creed, I would highly recommend it. It gets really repetitive, and Zane can testify to this. Little, I believe. <laughs> yes, I believe in the No, we're not going to do that to y'all. Um, 
But the students are going to say the creed and they are going to put passion and emotion, put their story behind it, or at least that's how I do it. Um, and then they're going to be asked questions about it. Uh, it's going to be different questions, whether it is the green hand or um, the just regular chapter creed. But it's going to be very like kind of just this is one of those events that you have to be passionate about. And so it doesn't fit everybody. And I kind of think that I was steered in a different direction <laughs> This year, I am choosing to do job interview, which we'll talk about later instead of Creed. But um, just mine and Zayn's personality here. Uh, I'm more of the Creed side. He's more of the skills side. That's kind of how we like to keep it. I'm more of the, I'm going to figure this out. I'm more of the person that doesn't, hey, I know this. I memorize this all the way down. I'm more of the person where I walk in there and I'm like, I got to make something up right now to get this through. And that's, <laughs> that is exactly that's, how Zayn is. That's how I've done it. That's That's honestly how I do this. But that's the best thing about podcasts is that we can just sit here. We have an idea. Even if the other person doesn't know about it, we can go through and we can talk about it. Yes. Um, the next thing is chapter conducting. And this is teams will conduct a mock chapter meeting to demonstrate parliamentary law. Parliamentary law and opening ceremony, everything like that is a big part of FFA. Uh, if you've ever been to state convention, that is one of the coolest moments, in my opinion, is whenever all the lights get hit and that big spotlight hits each person one by one as they go through their opening ceremonies. Give me chills. <laughs> Every time. Every well, can time. we just take a second and realize this year they did opening ceremonies in Spanish? And yes. it was so cool. They used uh, Creed Spanish Creed speakers. I didn't know at all what they were saying, but it was so cool. <laughs> it was so cool. But parliamentary, going back to parliamentary law, um, it is something that is used daily in it is something that I think should be used more and more people should know about because it just keeps order. It does. It, it keeps so much order. It's a lot more order than what's going on right now. <laughs> yes, a lot more order than what's going on right now. But it just kind of helps things flow more smoothly. And just stuff like that is just how you can apply these things to just your life. We actually had a chapter meeting today. It went very well, in my opinion, it, even though we did talk over a little each other just a tiny bit. It went smooth. Everybody was there. Everybody was able to talk. Everybody got their parts done extremely well, in my opinion. And we got our meeting done actually extremely quick. And we didn't have any complaints from anybody. We didn't get jumped on by our ag teachers for messing up. It was actually very nice. It was very successful today. So the next thing we're going to talk about is FFA broadcasting, which is radio. Zane's going to talk about this one because he loves it. <laughs> this is an informative program that tells about things going on in ag. The contest assumes that this will be a release to a local radio station. So what this is, is this is my realm. This is, I have a script, I'm gonna read off it. I can't mess this up if I forget a part. This is one of the reasons why I love this so much and this is my favorite LDE. It is also very important to me because I have researched so many different things going through radio and I have never learned. We are actually working on a new script right now that I'm not going to release because we are going to use it very soon in our competitions. And I don't want anybody to steal our topic. But radio, <laughs> yeah, all you people out there, don't steal it. <laughs> radio That's is right. a radio is a very fun part that I have. I've always wanted to do, and I've always helped out our teams. I've never participated in until this year, but it is one of my favorite things to go over and talk about. Yeah. Next is job interview, Steely. Yes. Yeah, so um, this is going to be my first year doing job interview. I don't know why it never registered with me. But I love talking to people. I love telling them about my life. That's just how I am. That's my personality. 
it's literally like a real interview. Uh, you'll have a resume and you will have, you will get a phone call. Actually, one of the girls that did it for me, um, she was getting phone calls in the middle of math class. Like you literally get a phone call and like, it's a mock run of what an actual interview would look. You have references, you set up a resume. It's a very good life skill to have. Um, the last one that we have is public relations. Yes, this is two to four members prepare a five to eight minute speech over Texas FFA. The contest is set up like people like people are giving. Um, it's just speaking to people who have no idea what FFA is or what it does. Kind of like how we run this. It is we're we're talking to y'all like y'all don't know anything about this. We're just expressing what we know and trying to get it out better. Yeah, just um, we are starting a PR team this year, and I'm super excited for them we have a lot of kids that um just want to be more involved in the ffa but they might not want to go in as a single competition like a person that is just standing in front of a room so i think that the ldes that you can have a team on um that's great because you're not standing there alone and that's one of our big things so this week i actually posted on my instagram that um we're going to talk about CDEs next week, so come back for that. We uh, got carried away a little bit in our LDs this week. But I actually, going back, sorry, y'all, my brain is a little scattered right now. But we actually got some stories from some people. And I was actually super excited because I just put, put down a fun FFA memory. And they were totally relatable. And I absolutely loved it. So our first story... Is coming from Colby Sims, and he is now at Tarleton. We actually know him through one of our mutual mutual friends, Emily Munchcraft. Yes. And so we know him through her, but he told us this story, and he's actually at Tarleton now. He is, was a part of the Brownsboro FFA chapter in the Sandy Land District in Area 8. Woo! Okay. them in a while. Yeah, Area 8, goodness. Um... But I'm going to read you his story because it's it's kind of funny. Oh, I don't think Zane has I, even I heard, this heard this story. This one. I, heard I, I did this without Zane knowing. So, you know. So he said, so it's the morning of a CDE contest. We had to leave Brownsboro at 3 a.m. Oh, that Yo. always sounds, this sounds like an ag teacher driving story. <laughs> is it? Yes. Oh, gosh. That is so funny. Um, uh, my dad is an ag teacher and he drives the bus. So we're getting on, on down the road, and we are probably about 30 minutes into the drive, and the bus is packed, and everyone is asleep. Uh, next thing I know, I'm hitting the seat in front of me. My dad is slamming on the brakes, and we hit what we felt was a speed bump. Everyone wakes up. My dad pulls over. I'm at the very back of the bus, and I yell at my dad and ask him what happened. He says we hit a deer. So we go on. So everyone's asleep that was asleep is awake now and they stop in Heiko and when they get off of the bus everybody smells something and they are like gagging and some people are close to fainting so they get off the bus they're at the gas station they get back on the bus they don't think anything about it um he said when we got to Tarleton the other ag teachers from our district got there and they were gathering in front of our bus and they were wondering why it smelled like that. Finally, one ag. Deer stuff on 
<laughs> Wait a second. Finally, one ag teacher asked what happened, and my dad said he hit a deer. In a true ag teacher fashion, what do you think his response was, Zane? Well, of course she is. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, I guess we know what we're having for lunch today. <laughs> oh, gosh. Ag teachers driving can be the craziest thing ever. That is always where you'll get your favorite stories, though, and moments. It is always going to be the best. I do remember one. We were going to go a little bit off of this. This year, we were driving to Tarleton in the Suburban, and we were in our Miss Sorrels, Miss Cotton, Mama Sorrels, whatever we, whatever we want to call her. Changes um, daily. <laughs> changes daily. just depends. And we were just talking about ghost stories. And as we're talking about ghost stories, we drive right past the Baker Hotel, and everyone goes silent, and we don't say another word for another hour. And it was so funny to me. I remember that. I was actually in the car one of the very few times. I feel like me and Zane always are. We're always in separate vehicles. We're always in separate vehicles. We like to sit with random kids. Like, we like to make new friends. So we're always in separate vehicles. We're like, eh, we know each other. So it's like, whatever. <laughs> but that was that was a funny time. Because nobody really said anything after. We were kind of like, hmm. It was like, oh, wow, we were right next to Baker and we were just talking about ghost stories. This is weird. Yes, uh, the ag trips are where you are going to have your best jam sessions. You're going to have your deep conversations. Oh, our playlist is amazing it for is our CDEC. Amazing. Okay, so my next story is from JC. Shout out to JC. We love JC. She's amazing. I, yes, um, I met her this year at ALC, wasn't it? Yes, ALC. Oh, she's one of my favorite people in the world. I have not talked to her in a while. I'm actually going to text her right after we get on with this. Yes. So JC Pennington, she is from the Paradise FFA chapter. She is currently serving as our vice president of our oil belt district, and she's from Area 4. And she was one of those kids that got to start ag in eighth grade. Lucky girl. Was not one of them. Yeah, we were not one of those kids. So she says, yeah, so it was my first ag trip in eighth grade. Pause. Can ag trip in eighth grade. Yes, an ag trip in eighth grade. Oh, I am so jealous. That's not fair. I feel like I'm missing out on something big, but whatever. I'm a senior now, so I can't change it. Um, and I was sitting in the seat, up in the front seat with my ag teacher, and he started to nod off. Can we just talk about how an eighth grader's in the front seat? I wonder who all was on this bus. How did she pull that card? I'm pulling the seniority card this year. I get front seat. That's also a main reason why we don't run the same car anymore, because I pull the same card every time. So if you ever see Poolville FFA pulling up, me and Zane are going to be in the front seats of the vehicles. Just like clarify. Okay, anyways, we keep getting so sidetracked, but it's These so funny. These are fun. Um, I was sitting in the front seat, and my ag teacher started to nod off. I didn't know what was going on at first, and then he just kneeled over, and the truck kind of swerved. I screamed his name and grabbed the wheel because I thought he just had a heart attack. JC. <laughs> Worst case scenario. That's where her brain goes. Um, she thought she had a heart attack and died. That's what she said. Um, well, I yelled his name and he shot back up and he was like, what? I fell asleep. Scariest moment of my life. He's retired now. But after that day, I never rode home with him again. Yeah, I, I see why. That one's, that one's I, funny. I would be terrified. Sometimes we look at our ag teachers and our parents all have Life 360. You know, that's just how it goes. And our ag teachers are we always never, like... Okay, there's a big reason why we never leave on time to go anywhere. Never! We're always going to be late somewhere. 
so, you know, we got to put a little pep in our step to go a little faster. And um, just shout out to those ag teachers because they take the hit every time. Yes, they do. Every they take a lot of hits for us, but they always get us places. They're on always time, on time. Sometimes it might seem a little sketchy. Sometimes we drive through some towns that are a little sketchy, but like Mr. Reed would say, he's our male ag teacher. He always says, if you've never stayed in a sketchy hotel on an ag trip, are you really living? And oh my gosh, we have stayed in, in some, some sketchy places. <laughs> yes, some there have been some that like this year we stayed at this hotel and there were people that were like knocking on our doors. That was um was that whenever we were at San Antonio? I, no, that, San Angelo. San Ant no. No, it yes. was Angelo. I was right. Mm -hmm. Steely's right. Because that's whenever I went and got stuff and I made breakfast. Yes, of course. Same. Always, Always cooking. Breakfast. Always cooking. But um, anyways, we just, like our ag teachers are always taking the hit for us. Oh, back to that story. Don't worry. We locked our doors. It was all good. It was all fine. Yes. We put chairs under our doors. Our ag teachers actually stayed awake that whole night to make sure that we were safe. They were in a very bad mood the next day, but it was fine. Everything got fine. We did fine in our competitions. Yeah, they, <laughs> we were well rested. They might not have been, but we were. I'm pretty sure Reed took a nap on the bus. I Yes, he did. While we were in competition, he for sure took a nap. But Sorrels, I'm not so sure. <laughs> no, she she's running on her Coca-Cola. That's what, <laughs> she, what she tells us all the time. Running on my Coca-Cola. She's so funny. But... Um, the ag teachers have some kind of like superhuman strength yes. that when we get to contest, they are like full-fledged, awake, attentive to us, getting everything that we need. So shout out to any ag teacher out there because they do everything for they us. They are our school parents. And how weird that is to say, because both of us, both of our parents work in the school district that we go to actually at the high school. Her dad is the head basketball coach. My mom is principal. I still probably go to reading sorrels before I go to my own parent. Yes, because we see them. I am literally in the ag shop for four class periods a day. I'm so. not. I was last year. I'm mm. not this year. I'm, I'm so just sad. that lucky. Well, I took all my ag classes last year. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so next week we're going to actually – we kind of ran out of time today. It kind of got a little long. But next week we're going to talk about what CDEs and SAEs are and – hopefully have some more stories. So if you have a funny story or if you just have a funny memory that you want to add to our podcast, please, please, please let us know. Our Instagrams, our snaps, they're down below. So just let us know. I We're thinking about making a podcast Instagram. Yes. But we're still not 100% positive on that yet. But and very, very soon, maybe next episode, I'm not sure, we are going to start having more people on this podcast yes. and hearing stories straight from the mind of some great people that yes. we have known and we have come to love. So without that, with all of that being said, we're going to see y'all next, next week. Time.